Welcome to Everybody's Bad With Money. I'm AJ Schneider, founder and CEO of Beyond the Green Coaching, where we help people every single day heal their relationship with money. Join me multiple times per week where I bring you inspiring guests, solo episodes, and share tangible money and life tips you need to be your most confident, independent, and empowered self. The third and last cash savings account we're going to talk about. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? How about now? (laughs) We're going to talk about short-term savings. I know. I know. So exciting, right? No, but it is. It's like actually so freaking cool. And I think this is one of the accounts that like my clients just feel so empowered when they set them up. Um, I've had such incredible success stories about these short-term savings accounts. And I'll go into a couple of examples uh, through this episode. So what is a short-term savings account? It's also known as a sinking fund, but I really don't like that name, sinking fund. It's like, I, I, I'm I just like, that just sounds negative. So I like calling it short-term savings. It feels more empowering So what goes in this fund? So this is money meant for big ticket items, weddings, travels, surgeries, vet visits, other high ticket items or events. Close your eyes for a minute. Like just humor me. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. And imagine going on vacation and your favorite place. So beach, mountain, tropical island, forest, desert, And you don't have to stress about blowing your budget. Imagine attending every wedding this year. If you're like me, I just got invited to my sixth wedding this year. And it's so funny because people always say to me, oh, you know, older people, they're like, well, I guess that's that time for you. I'm like, my husband and I have had six to nine weddings every year since we've been together, which is almost five years. Um, which we love. We love weddings. It's one of our highest values. We absolutely love being there on someone's most special day. But imagine going to every wedding this year without scrambling to find the cheapest accommodations during a holiday weekend, being able to buy a dress that you know you can afford, get your hair done, your nails done, your eyebrows done, get the tux, get the suit, rent the thing. Imagine, get the car without having to worry, without having to be stressed like, can I pay my bills? essentially you're saving for all of these big ticket items through your monthly budget. Let's talk about independent contractors for a second. So independent contractor or gig workers, a benefit to having a short-term savings account is that you can put money away that you expect to spend on your bills uh, that you don't need for that month. So for example, so let's say you're an independent contractor and you got $10,000 in January. Well, what I would be doing is I would be forecasting for the next six months from January to June. And I would say, okay, what's coming up for me between January and June? And when is my next paycheck coming? Okay, well, I can expect another paycheck in April. So what I would be doing is I would be moving the money that you need to pay your bills and for food and for basic needs and expenses into a short-term savings account between for February, for January, for, well, for February, and March, because then you know that in April, you will be able to get more income and then you can go ahead and forecast that for like April, May, June, depending on how your income works. And I can do a whole other podcast and I will on forecasting because it is 
the most valuable thing you can do if you are a independent contractor or a good worker, or if you are a human who has events coming up in your life and or travel and or wanting to buy a home and or wanting to have kids and getting really clear about how much money you need in the short and long-term future. So valuable, all right? So important. So this is something that I was doing for a long time before my income kind of leveled out. And essentially like, I would have like a big month and then I would have months that I'd be bringing in some money, but not enough to cover my bills. So uh, whatever I needed from that big month to cover the bills until the next big month, I would take that money and I would put it in a short-term savings account. And so essentially that was usually just like rent and a couple of my bills. And so I'd have that. And then every month I would just go and I would take that money from that short-term savings and I'd pay my rent and I'd pay my bills. I'd pay the mortgage and call it a day. How do you set up short-term savings? So you can set them up directly through your regular bank account if your bank does not charge you for having different checking accounts or different savings accounts. I personally love Alliant Credit Union's checking account because they actually pay a 0.3% return. So it's a great place to store money short term because you make a little money and it's super easy. It takes like one to three days to get that money. So it's great. People always say, why can't I just put that money into an emergency fund? The first thing I'm going to tell you is a personal story. So I was getting married and I decided I wanted to put my wedding budget into my emergency fund. And I went and put all the money that I knew I was going to need for hair and makeup, for my clothing, for my dress, for my alterations in my emergency fund. And I got to tell you, emotionally, it sucked so much because in my mind, I was convincing myself that my emergency fund was bigger than it was. And so then to take out that large chunk of money for something else, even though I knew what it was for, it was like really demoralizing. Compartmentalizing your money allows you to break out your goals into bite-sized pieces. It's easier to wrap your head around saving $50 a month for a wedding in nine months than working towards having $48,000 in your emergency fund. They're not the same thing, so they shouldn't be in the same place. Taking out money from your emergency fund can feel like a failure, like you're a failure, like, oh, I was I was at five months, now I'm at four months. When realize when realistically, if you actually prioritized organizing it into the different funds, then I would have felt way more confident in saying, hey, this money is really just for my wedding and I'm not going to cloud it with my emergency fund. And this is a really, really important takeaway. Your emergency fund shouldn't be funding your extracurriculars. Because your emergency fund is for if you lose your job, get sick, or need to step away from work or leave a shitty relationship. If you're quickly blowing through your emergency fund to go on vacations and other people's weddings, you're going to have to start from square one to build your emergency fund back up, and that's going to suck. So you should be saving as early as possible for the events you know are inevitably going to happen. If you have a pet and you know that every year when you go to the vet, it's $1,000 for whatever reason, you can start proactively saving for that now in a short-term savings account. The last thing I'm going to say here is that adding intention to your savings can take the pressure off of getting there and they can allow you to feel good about your progress. Yes, 
if you're only putting $25 towards your emergency fund, it's going to take you a long time to get there. But if you put $25 towards that emergency fund and then $50 towards vacation because you know you're going on vacation in six months, you're setting yourself up for realistic success. And the reason why most people struggle to budget and most people struggle to get their finances in order isn't because they're bad with money. It's because they set unrealistic expectations of where they should be and it makes them feel bad. And if you can get honest with your reality, which is you, your reality is that you are a person who has a pet or goes to weddings or travels or has family that lives across the country. You are a person who exists in the world and getting your finances to work for you in your reality gives you a realistic picture of what you can and cannot afford in your month's month spending. And this isn't about sacrifice and this isn't about like not having, it's actually about having everything that you value and everything that you want all in the same place. And so in conclusion, the three most important cash savings accounts to have is one, your checking account. That's your first line of defense. It's going to make you feel the most safe and secure and it enables you to start to build a trusting, loving relationship with money. Two, your emergency fund. Your emergency fund is the place that if anything was to happen in your life, you are protected, you are safe. Third, your short-term savings account. So I promised I would share some really amazing examples. I had a client text me and say, I just went to Hawaii and for the first time in my life, I never had to worry for one second about my budget because I had saved $1,700 for the trip and I knew that I had all of this money to spend on this trip and I didn't have to look at my bank account once or worry that I was going to overdraft or that I wasn't going to have enough money or I was going to have to say no to anything. I can't even begin to tell you how empowering and how amazing that felt. And I've also had that experience. When I first did this and I was going on my first big trip with my now husband to California, I had been saving $100 a month for seven months. And when I got there, I had this beautiful money to protect me and to let me do whatever I wanted to go do in California. It was amazing. It felt so good. I felt so secure. And I didn't have to come back from my vacation and feel fearful. And that's the biggest thing. It's like, your whole point of going on vacation is to feel better about your yourself. Your, it's about a recharge. But so often, and I have been there, going on vacation, going to the most beautiful places in the world, Brazil, Asia, Portugal, Denmark, and being so chronically stressed about money and then coming home and then working my ass off. So what was the point of even going away? It was like I immediately had to come back in, jump back in and work my ass off to pay for the trip. This is the opposite. This is the opposite. I said that twice because it's so it's like so valuable. Instead of being reactive, you be proactive and you say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and save preemptively so that when I come home, I don't have to go immediately into burnout. I can go into a sense of ease and relaxation. I don't have to feel so stressed. I can feel safe that I didn't overspend, that I can pay my bills, that I can pay my credit card. How amazing is that? How empowering and powerful is that? So that's why it's so important that you do have cash because it's great to invest and like, sure, we want to get on the crypto game before it gets crazy. But ultimately, if you don't have cash, you're never going to catch up to your bills. You're never going to catch up to your lifestyle. And you're never going to be prepared for the unexpected events in life that always will happen. Like that is inevitable. So protecting yourself now, being 
proactive instead of reactive, you're setting yourself up for such long-term success. All right, guys, those were the three cash accounts that you should have in order to start building wealth. I hope you enjoyed this series. We're going to be offering a lot more and stay classy. Thank you for listening to Everybody's Bad With Money. Your support makes a huge difference. And if you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. If you're listening and you're thinking, yes, I'm so ready to get my finances in order. I'm so done living the way that I'm living and I'm ready for a change. I really don't know how to get started, but I'm ready. Kill Your Relationship With Money and Become Financially Free begins July 12th. In 10 weeks, you will learn everything you need to know to budget, get out of debt, build wealth, and change your money mindset to an attractor. You have 24-hour support, live sessions, and a one-on-one call with a financial freedom coach. Since it is so hands-on, spots are limited, and you must apply to be enrolled. Learn more at beyondthegreencoaching.com and apply with the link in the show notes. Are you ready to take control over your finances and become the wealthiest person you know? The program is $2,100 or six payments of $400. Apply and sign up before June 29th to receive one month of coaching for free. You heard me right. One free month. Still listening? Head to the link in the show notes to apply and start your financial freedom journey today.